Hello and welcome to Victoria's Secrets to Health and Happiness podcast. I am Victoria. Thank you for choosing me to be in your ear today. This podcast is dedicated to empowering you to break free from binge eating, find food freedom and release body shame amongst other juicy stuff of course. So I will be releasing a new episode every week and you can tune in to hear me share practical advice not so PG rated rants and I'll be interviewing amazing guests from the anti-diet movement self-help and self-love so with that being said enjoy the episode and if you like this podcast please share and please rate because it does allow me to help other people which is my mission in the world to help women feel amazing about themselves every damn day lots of love Good morning. Happy Thursday, everybody. I've got a juicy one for you today. And this is actually the intention for writing this article and for for saying it to you guys now has come a lot from my clients. So thank you to my clients for the inspiration. Um, Today, the article is called, Can You Still Strive for Body Goals? whilst giving up dieting and breaking free from binge eating and that is a good question because clients ask me this so much and I was also asking the same question when I decided to just give up dieting but desperately wanted to stop binge eating. So my clients come to me with the desperation to stop binge eating but they're still clutching tightly to the desire to have weight loss They're still hoping that this recovery from binge eating will still always lead to weight loss. And, you know, I can't blame them for wanting this because they've desired weight loss for most of their life. Hence the reason why they're stuck in the diet binge cycle to begin with. So my answer to this question, the question being, can you reach body goals whilst recovering from binge eating is actually yes and no at the same time. So let me explain. Whilst we absolutely can strive and work towards health and body related goals, this can only be done successfully after we've learned how to free ourselves from our dieting mentality, which is what keeps us stuck in the binge diet cycle to begin with. So my clients will tell you over and over again that I must say this, these words a million times over. This is a process. And I say this all for good reason. We cannot jump from stage one to five of giving up dieting without going through stages two and four first. Hey, Mike. And if you're wondering what the stages of giving up dieting are, check it out um, on my website. I've done a blog and a video specifically about the stages of giving up dieting. So this is what people struggle to accept. Because of their dieting mentality, my clients want to like hurry up already and just reach recovery. And recovery, by the way, in my definition, is feeling normal around food and free from their body prison. So happy in their body with whatever it is they may look like. Okay, so it's because they're so familiar with the crash diets that they've been on most their whole lives. They just want a quick fix solution to stopping binge eating, feeling happy in their body. They just want it yesterday. 
but there is no quick fix solution to finding body and food freedom. I am sorry, it just doesn't work like that. It takes working through all the stages of giving up dieting whilst being supported by a professional coach. And it will be uncomfortable, it will be scary, it will be fucking liberating, excuse my language, and it will be worth it. Once you reach the stage where you basically don't give a shit about what you eat, this and only then is when we can start looking at body goals or more realistically health and feeling related goals. And when my definition of not giving a shit about what you eat, I mean that you don't judge or congratulate yourself in any way, whether you've eaten two tubs of ice cream or a salad, because that's dieting mentality. And I'm going to talk about this a bit more now. So the hardest thing to change when ditching the diet is dieting mentality. And what do I mean by this? So dieting mentality is that voice in your head that's constantly judging the shit out of you all the time in relation to anything to do with food and your body. So she or he may sound like this. Are you seriously going to wear those shorts? when your legs look like that. Like there's no way you can give up dieting. Who are you kidding? You'll be the size of a house. You're such a loser to succumbing to eating those cookies. You may as well eat the whole pack, go to the shop and buy binge food and then start again on Monday. Or the last one is my favorite. Oh my God, your jeans are getting tighter. This whole giving up diet thing is not working. Quick, let me get back on that shake diet. Does any of that sound familiar? This is the voice that is running the show and sabotages any form of progression on this wonky, wobbly, but also freeing journey to food and body freedom. Your dieting mentality voice is fat phobic, nasty, ridiculous, thinks she's Sergeant Major and downright rude. So the first step in letting go of your dieting mentality is to notice that she's there. I'm sorry I'm using the definition, de definition, oh my gosh, definition, she, because I do speak mainly to women, but of course all men are welcome to. So I'm gonna stick with the word she. So the first stage to letting go of dieting mentality is to notice that she's there. And then call her out on her bullshit. So laugh at her because she actually is ridiculous. Like, thank her for trying to protect you and to keep you brainwashed in all of society's and media messages, which is actually where you learned this from the first, where you learned this from in the first place. So let me get this clear. You know the messages from the media, like fat is the worst thing ever and processed food will kill you. Oh wait, is that actually coconut oil now? Because there's so many studies out that coconut oil can kill you apparently or nobody will love you or find you attractive unless you're a size six, eight, 10 or 12. But if you're a 12, you've got to have a small waist and a big ass, or is that skinny legs and no boobs? Like whatever message the media wants to sell, sell to you this year is what the media and society are screaming at us all the time. As along with the fact that your life will suddenly be perfect when you lose weight, I could go on. And if your dieting brain is having a field day right now, disagreeing with me, thinking that I'm crazy and fat is bad and it's not healthy and blah, 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 blah. If you can't invest in your recovery and join my ultimate food freedom and body confidence program, 
do yourself a favor and read the book or listen to the audio book body respect by linda bacon because being fat does not automatically mean that you're unhealthy i'm not even going to open this can of worms because i'll be here all day so check the book out which leads me nicely to my whole question of this um, episode body goals and recovery so assuming that you've done all the necessary liberating uncomfortable scary what the fuck wow this is great inner work that requires a ton of body image work and guidance from a professional by the way and you're at stage five of giving up dieting now we can talk about body and health goals so now you've got rid of your diet voice or at least turned her into a horse whisper that never rules your sane compassionate badass voice now we can start to discuss body and health goals. For the, so the first thing I will say is that having a health and feeling goal is way more beneficial than a body goal. So let's use a health and feeling goal to begin with. So let's say your goal is to become fit and strong and to have lots of energy. Great goal, by the way. Next step is to brainstorm how you could work towards these goals. So on your brainstorm, you may write things such as work out four times a week, lift weights during the workout, not just cardio, add in more vegetables and protein. And then this is a big one. Make conscious decisions around foods that don't necessarily support your goals. So let me give you an example on this because this part's really important not to jump back into dieting mentality again. So for example, it's pizza night. Yay, everyone loves pizza, right? You could say something like this to yourself. Okay, so I know that all foods are allowed like forever. Yay, which is also amazing. And if I want, if I literally want to eat 200 pizzas, then I can because I'm a big girl and I decide. Second thing you would say to yourself, food is not a moral issue. I'm not going to be good for avoiding the pizza and I'm not going to be bad for eating the pizza. And I also know that my goal is to have loads of energy and to feel fit and strong. So will eating this pizza take me one step closer to my goal or one step further away? What matters to me most overall is it eating the pizza and the enjoyment I will get out of that experience? And, or is it taking me one step closer towards my goal and perhaps deciding that I really do want some pizza, but instead of having an extra large to yourself, or is that just me? <laughs> instead, you'll perhaps have half the extra large pizza and then a really big side salad, like whatever feels good to you. You may decide not to have the pizza, you may decide to have the pizza and you may decide to eat that extra large pizza because it's completely worth it. And that is OK. Anything is OK. You would make decisions from the same base of thought around anything throughout the day, whether it's towards workouts, what you're going to eat, anything. You know, just um, approach it with compassion and curiosity and consciousness. So every choice you make is like a vote 
to either get you closer to your goal or further away from your goal. So let's take a specific body goal, for example, because I know you all like hashtag body goals. So let's say your goal is to build your muscle definition, whether that's in your arms and your legs in your ass or just in general, like we like to say the word tone up, okay? So that's your body goal. I'm not allowing any weight related goals, by the way, because that includes weighing and measuring and sends you down that rabbit hole again. So for example, your body goal is to build muscle or get some definition. So you would brainstorm what you'd like to do to reach that goal. For example, it could be start weight training five days a week, make sure you're resting at least two days a week, eat more protein, increase the number of whole foods you will eat, etc. So you'll go through the same thought process as I explained above in regards to the, to the pizza scenario. You'd ask yourself those questions. And then once you've recovered from binge eating and diet related trauma, change comes from a place of abundance, not rigid rules, and you're not scolding yourself. So can you see the difference? You approach life and your goals with love, and openness and curiosity and acceptance. And you know that you hold the power to decide. And whatever you do decide, it does not dictate your self-worth. Again, you're not a good person because you didn't eat pizza today or chocolate. You're not a bad person. No, yeah, that's right. You're not a bad person um, if you do eat pizza and chocolate. Like, like food and health is not a moral issue. You are perfect, whole and complete exactly as you are. And I really mean that. It doesn't dictate your self-worth. So if reaching a certain body or health goal means a lot to you, then it will be easy to make decisions that bring you closer towards that goal. If you're constantly making decisions that take you further away from your goal, then you do really need to ask yourself, does this goal actually mean a lot to me? Does it really mean a lot to me? And if it doesn't, then that's okay and it's perfect. So you are the creator of your reality, so you get to decide. You, you're, you have the power. And whatever your body ends up looking like, this is really important, whatever your body ends up looking like, due to the actions you take towards your health and feeling goals, then that's all perfect. If your body isn't looking how you want it to look, then practice acceptance, be proud of yourself for showing up every day and working towards your goals and focus on the improved feeling and health that you're getting from all your efforts that you're doing every day. So your body is not a machine or a piece of plasticine that you can just mold and shape to your desired appearance. Your body actually is a miraculous vessel that you get to live in that enables you to experience this this life you, you get to hug and love and make love and feel pleasure and even feel pain and all this amazing get to look at the beautiful sky and I could go on but do you want to spend your whole life fighting with that amazing body of yours I don't and if that's the path I chose I didn't want to fight anymore so have fun don't take life too seriously and love yourself through everything because you deserve to be loved. You are love. You're literally, your source where you're made from is just pure love. So you've got this. I'm here if you need me. You know the different ways I can help you. If, if, if not, send me a message, check out my website. And also at the moment, 
well, this will be going on indefinitely, starting on the 3rd of May, this Sunday, I'm releasing a Victoria's Secrets to Self-Care monthly, monthly um, group. So what I'll be doing is I'll be going live four times in the week on a Tuesday and a Thursday at 7am UK time and on a Saturday and a Sunday at 10am UK time. And I'll be doing a 40 minute workout, which will be challenging. Sundays will be yoga instead of a workout. And then I'll be doing a 10 minute guided meditation and then 10 minute self-love journaling practice with you guys. So it's, I'm really, really excited about that. If you want any more information, just hit me a message. And again, I'm here if you need me. You have got this. To those of you that have just joined, I'm sorry, I'm just finishing, but check it out on my story later. And I love you all.